This is a Federal News Network podcast. The Trump administration in a late hour memo has suspended a requirement for agencies to set strategic planning goals and to share progress made with Congress and the public. The trouble is agencies use this performance data to justify their annual budget requests. OMB says new guidance is coming, but in the meantime, the lack of requirements in the interim has created some confusion ahead of a busy budget season and a new administration. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman joins me with the latest. Jory, begin with why the update to Circular A11, one of the basic planning and control documents, financial documents in the federal government. Just to nail down what we're talking about here, OMB updated in its A11 circular memo an update that clarified that it was removing an earlier section of guidance that required agencies to evaluate the performance of their programs under the Government Performance and Results Act. And as for why, we saw some language here from OMB Director Russ Vogt, really critical of kind of how the program's been playing out in the past couple of years, saying that agencies have been producing thousands of pages of performance data that have been posted to performance.gov and really have attracted little interest. And so that's his justification for why the update. I guess performance.gov and A11 justifications for budgets aren't exactly clickbait in the world of online posting. And what are some of the key provisions, remind us, of those in GIPRA, Government Performance and Results Act? Yeah, not the best acronym when you abbreviate it like that, but just to rewind here a little bit, it requires agencies to create five-year strategic plans that set performance goals for programs outlined in their budgets. That's very important in the coming months and requires agencies to send to the White House and Congress an annual report with updates on progress made on these things that are outlined in those strategic plans. And agencies, like we said in the lead here, use that performance data to justify their annual budget requests. And we'll see that play out very soon with the the incoming Biden administration, expecting to release its first budget request in roughly the February timeframe. Right, because agencies are in passback at this point, and so this is the one chance they might have to alter what's already in the works for 2022 as a change of administration occurs. And any reaction so far you're hearing to this provision of yanking those requirements and supposedly putting in something new in their place at some point? Yeah, the response to this has been interesting. We reached out to a former OMB official who tracks these kinds of things, and his reaction was fairly much in line with the current OMB leadership's position on this, is that the memo isn't so much an indictment on agencies having strategic plans or having these kinds of things, but looking at it from the perspective that OMB is acknowledging that the program has not been going the way that it's expected, that there is so much work that's being put into this and very little yield, so to speak. So he said there was a a gutsy move for OMB to, at this moment, say, hey, we got to come back and we got to rework this. And the timing, that's significant too, isn't it? Yeah, like I said, we're expecting to see the Biden administration release its first budget document fairly soon in the next month or so. And in response to this, I reached out to Don Moynihan, who's a professor of public policy at Georgetown University. He's presented his research to OMB on these kinds of topics. And he pointed out that it could really gum up the works for agencies producing this latest round of budget documents, that there's nothing in this latest update that says that agencies can't release this performance data in their budget requests. But if they leave it out, which they're not on the hook to do right now, and the Biden administration asks for it, that's a significant time crunch there. And that's going to be putting agencies and agency budget officials in a particular bind. It really increases the uncertainty and hassle factor for career staff as they're trying to put together this budget document. 
And that's Don Moynihan, professor of public policy at Georgetown. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. Jory, getting back to what Russ Vaught said, that nobody's using this data or they're not accessing it very much when it's posted. Is Congress making much use of it? Do we know when they set the budgets? Because frankly, it's a good theory that they don't. So the Government Accountability Office every few years does conduct a survey of federal managers assessing really how agencies are using this performance data and how it factors into day-to-day decision-making. Monahan actually published a study recently looking at these surveys, and what he found is that from 2000 until present day, agencies have increasingly used this performance data for that data-driven decision-making. So Monahan found that GIPRA has led to more purposeful data use of this data that's being collected, especially compared to presidential management agendas from previous administrations that come and go, so to speak. For example, if they're part of quarterly performance reviews, or if they play a role in setting up agency priority goals, then they also tend to be more likely to use that data to make decisions. There is evidence that over time, these systems have become more effective. All right. So they're more effective, uh, but they're not in the guidance this year for A11. Where does OMB go from here? So what we've heard from OMB is that new guidance is forthcoming that will give agencies guidance on what to expect as far as requirements for GIPRA. But what upcoming means at this point is not necessarily clear whether that's going to still happen while the Trump administration is still the current administration or whether the Biden administration will take this project on. Moynihan points out that OMB, for whatever this updated guidance is going to be, should be careful that they don't throw out this carefully crafted framework of evidence-based policymaking that has been going on for about 30 years now. And again, as he pointed out in his study, that has been a more successful vehicle for evidence-based policymaking than these presidential management agendas that come and go with administrations. You know, if you want a long-lasting, durable reform, it has to be bipartisan and preferably with the approval of Congress. Otherwise, again, you're just sort of waiting out, if you're a federal employee, the opportunity to simply see that reform go away. All right, so we wait for the next shoe to drop. Is that right, Jory? Essentially, yes. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.